Hey guys, Jason Davis here. Uh, with everything that's going on out there in culture, in the school system, especially the public school system, right? And drag shows and everything in between, our kids are under attack daily. And that's why I wanted to tell you today about the Tuttle Twins books. Tuttle Twins is really, it's the only books uh, that I know of for kids that really help them develop critical thinking skills about real world concepts, economies, finance, government, freedom, liberty, the free market, how to be self-reliant and outside the system. Right now, we just all have to recognize the world's full of companies and people and politicians that want to expose and influence our kids and in ideas that we don't support. And so that includes school teachers, unfortunately. So Tuttle Twins empowers parents. I encourage you to check them out at TuttleTwins.com or if you go to my website at DontTreadOnLiberty.com and go to Freedom Partners under Tuttle Twins, there is a special offer for you. So DontTreadOnLiberty.com under Freedom Partners. Check out the Tuttle Twins and we do have a special offer for you. Well, let's get back to the show. I hope you enjoy this week. God bless. Fighting back against the left's nonstop attacks on liberty, freedom, and America. America. This is Don't Tread on Liberty. Jason Davis is on the air. Welcome back to Don't Tread on Liberty. Thanks for being here, uh, Jason Davis. And we have uh, a war on multiple fronts, uh, folks. We got, uh, it's not just the border anymore. And uh, here to discuss all the fronts that we're fighting on against sexism in the United States is the host of the Patriot Review, Jeff Wagner. Jeff, how are you? Thanks for coming in. I'm doing great, Jason. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for being had. So, so <laughs> uh, Marxism, uh, you know, is definitely on the move here in the USA. Um, they seem to have their little tentacles into almost every aspect of our society. And for people that don't know, I'm, I'm thinking that most people that listen to your program and certainly mine probably do know what Marxism is. But um, for people that may not know that are actually listening, uh, go ahead and explain what exactly is Marxism and why should we care? Well, it's probably easier just for people who are are my age just to remember and look around the world at, at the communist governments, um, the old Soviet Union, China today. You know, basically, Marxism is a few elites at the very top that control uh, what you do, what you can and can't do, uh, even your occupation in some some countries, how many children you can have. Well, China just changed that policy, uh, you know. But a drastically different. A governmental system than what we see and are accustomed to and you know what by the very name of your program don't tread on liberty what you're fighting against and what i'm fighting against is the patriot review as well my main message today is just to bring attention to the fact that in america we're being attacked on multiple fronts it's not just you know this new administration that's in the white house this has been going on you know, it's been called different things over time because as soon as one word that they use to describe their political agenda is uh, got a negative con connotation, then they change the word. So, you know, from the early 1900s, it, progressivism came in, especially under Woodrow Wilson. You see segregation and stuff, but a lot more government control and uh, it turns from progressives to liberals to democratic socialists. 
let's just call it what what it really is, which is Marxism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the name Marxism that comes from the guy who basically started all this, the guy named Karl Marx. And so this is uh, where we get the name Marxism. And you're exactly right. It's been called different things, but essentially it's socialism, right? Or a soft communism. Socialism on steroids, really. It's, uh, uh, you know, people make the mistake of of thinking that uh, some of the fascistic governments in our history were right wing. When in actuality, you know, you you look at uh, the National Socialist Party of Germany, also called the Nazis, you know, uh, was not a right wing party. Obviously, they they actually fought in the streets against the nationalists uh, and the communists, you know, so. So socialism, yes. Communism, I think, is more fitting in this case. And Karl Karl Marx, he was a a Jew who was at the same time a a rabid anti-Semite. And that's another thing that we see with Marxism. And you can see that today and the members of the squad and the the things that they get away with saying, you know, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, And so let's start there. You know, one of the biggest examples and the most dangerous that I could cite is what you just said. We actually have elected officials, politicians sitting in the United States Congress that are self-avowed Marxists or self-avowed communists or socialists, i.e. Bernie Sanders, or like you said, the squad. So these are the people that are making policy. I mean, (laughs) what's going on, Jeff? What are we going to do about this? Well, uh, you know, when you look at what's going on in the country today and what I mean by saying that it's coming from all sides, people are starting to stand up now against critical race theory and critical critical theory started decades ago. And it's just Marxism in disguise. So now what they have to do is they have to attack us on multiple fronts. And some are in the political uh, construct. Some are our politicians. Yes. Um, others are our teachers. Others are you know, are in, even in our churches, you know, and uh, businesses. Now you're looking at the marriage between uh, big business and leftist Marxists and the control over speech. You know, that is another symptom of our direct result of Marxism. Uh, what we can do about it. If you look around, um, the probably the, the fastest growing group of Americans is standing up is the American parent looking at critical race theory being taught to their children in schools. And if you're black, you're automatically a victim and you can't succeed no matter your efforts. And if you're white, then you're a worthless uh, racist scumbag because your skin color is white. And parents are starting to push back. But I but I would love everybody to realize that you also have to act like a parent of this nation and yeah, parents fight back because critical race theory affects their children, and that's the you know, the children are the, the dearest to every parent, and it it riles them up and it makes them calls them to action. But the same thing is true whether it's the economy and overspending, or if it's property rights being infringed upon, if it's you know the FBI and the Department of Justice. Uh, really unfairly jailing people who were just at the uh, rally January 6th and, you know, pushing out any kind of a hearing date as far as they can. And they got those people have another year in jail before they even get to be heard. That's what the DOJ is attempting to do. So this is what I grew up thinking uh, more of the KGB style of justice, you know, so 
uh, parents need to look at it the same way because their children and, and grandchildren are going to be living uh, with this, you know, so uh, it, it needs to be, we need to be a counter revolution on all fronts. Yeah, there's no doubt. Education's a, a big one for sure with CRT. And it's not just in the colleges anymore. Now it's K through 12. So parents need to be involved. I, I will say this, okay? Um, I think we do have somewhat of a problem in a certain segment of our side of this issue, okay? The right wing. And, you know, I'm taking a little bit of heat for calling this out. But last week here in Arizona, one of the many school board meetings that takes place, which are now frequented by, you know, hundreds of parents, as you say, fighting CRT and masks and schools and all this other nonsense. One of the people in attendance outside just happened to be uh, the president of the Patriot Party of Arizona. Now, this is a group that is designed to restore constitutional government to Arizona, and I support that. And I support the Patriot Party and its overall goals. But we do have people that think that, you know, they know what the law is and they really don't. So long story short, the school board asked Mr. Daniels, the president of the Patriot Party, to leave the grounds. They asked him to leave Mm -hmm. and he refused and he was subsequently arrested, which is exactly what the law mandates. Okay, but instead, um, he now is, you know calling this out as police abuse of power. It's unconstitutional because it's public property. When in fact, state law mandates, it doesn't matter what property you're on. Public or private is irrelevant. If you're asked to leave, you must leave. I feel like, and, and I, I'm sure you know people, we, I, I have lots of people that still believe that Donald Trump is going to be the president by the end of summer. Okay? This has to stop. Okay, the right needs to pull the head out of the rear end, all right, and figure out what's really happening instead of going along with all this QAnon stuff that goes around the internet. What are your thoughts? Um, well, I have several thoughts. One, the first one is I, I don't think that people are are you know, it's not that the police weren't doing the right thing in removing the, the gentleman, uh, you know, at the school board meeting. It's that the the disparity in treatment between groups. So like I said, the January 6th people who are still being held uh, at the same time, the DOJ is dropping all charges and expunging records of people who you know, caused billions of dollars of damage, attacked the federal courthouse for 100 nights, injured, you know, 2000 law enforcement people across the country. Um it's this, the disparity of treatment and the unequal treatment under the law, I think, that upsets most people. And uh, that I know, you know, we, we had talked before about uh, questioning how that is how that is happening and why it's happening, you know, and what to do about it. Um, and I think that's maybe people's biggest point of confusion as to law enforcement is why is one group allowed to be treated this way and the other is is not Uh, yeah yeah there's definitely unequal treatment there's no doubt about that and i and i totally disagree with uh our elected hiding behind the police and hiding behind laws uh, because they don't want to answer for their actions that's essentially what you know these people do is like oh 
we don't want these people out here, you know, making us answer tough questions or making us look bad. So we'll just ask them to leave. And, you know, I don't like that either. But the fact is, is that, you know, when you have people running around saying, you know, I have a constitutional right to be here, it's public property, this is an illegal arrest, and, you know, Donald Trump's going to be president next month after the audit's done, um, it gives us all a bad look. I mean, we're trying to bring more people to our side, right? Personally, no, I, I disagree with you in that. I think that, that we have to, what people are fighting for is the right to actually uh audit the election and the right for the evidence to actually be heard, which it has not been. The courts have not actually heard any of the evidence, went through the discovery phases. And I think if you go through the um, the videos and the content that Mike Lindell has put out, I think that there's more than enough evidence that the election was fraudulent. So I, I'm not I, saying I, there was no fraud. I'm just saying that it's not going to change who's in the White House. I believe it might. I believe it might. I think that the election was uh, the fraud was to such an extent that if it can be proven, the Supreme Court is going to be forced to make that decision. Now, does that mean they're going to do the right thing? Well, <laughs> no. I mean, you look at the, uh, them not hearing it in the first place and you look at uh other decisions like obamacare you know the the supreme court to me their their track record is not good will they do the right thing for future generations i don't know but personally i believe that the evidence is there and it may be but according to the constitution article 2 section 1 once the electoral college votes and the, that vote is certified by the united states senate it's over and there's nothing going to change that so back to marxism um, I, I don't know about that because it happens that it happens at uh, state and local levels. And I certainly think there's a good case for that um, because you can't win an election fraudulently either. You're not the winner. Well, so the certification can be challenged. Well, that's not really true, Jeff, because if you so like when you vote for president, you're not really voting for president. It's it's more like a poll because the people that actually vote for president are your state legislators. And they're the ones that elect a slate of electors. Yeah, to I go, understand the process. Yeah, to go and vote for president. Now, they, can, they don't have to send a slate for who won the state's popular vote. They don't have to do that. And that, in fact, is the fail-safe that was built in to the constitution against voter fraud. That in fact is the mechanism that should have been used. And unfortunately for the vast majority of states, the state legislators did nothing. So their opportunity to correct this, they had it, but once the deadline had passed and the, and the slate had been sent and the vote was in, that's the end of it. So it's not going to be reversed. I can guarantee you it won't. And um, I, dis I disagree because because that you're right. And you'll remember the Republican senators who got attacked for standing up and for questioning the um, the validity of the election and challenging the election. Um, but there are other times in history when uh, the Constitution has been uh, used and read. And you look at Roe versus Wade, you probably would have told me that abortion would never be seen as a civil right, uh, but here we are. 
So, you know, I, I'm not as uh, black and white on what the Constitution says and that it can't be challenged. So I think we'll have to just agree to disagree on that one. OK, but we'll see what happens. So back to Marxism. Um, we have these Marxist schools, uh, school teachers, like you said, um, the Department of Education certainly um, is pushing all this down into the states and then, you know, out. Uh, then you've got your politicians, you know, infiltrating the government and uh, the whole uh, political process uh, for lawmaking and policymaking. I mean, so what do you think the answer is? How do you stop the tide and turn the direction? I think the answer is at the local level. I think no no federal power can exist without local consent. So I think that uh, all of us as citizens need to fight for something to uh, that we're passionate about. So maybe that's running for a school board yourself. Maybe that's running for mayor. Maybe that's you know being involved just as an organizer. You know, we have to all become citizen activists in the way that, you know, we have the most the most interest and the most knowledge in and understanding that, um, you know, it's it's time to get off the couch and, and you know, time to get away from the television set. I think that's the only way we can do it. And school board is probably one of the best places to start. Um, that's really where you're going to save and uh, the next generation. Right. Absolutely. I, you know, you look at the, the educational system and. You know, I've talked to several really great teachers out there uh, and teachers. A lot of teachers are frustrated themselves, but they're afraid to speak up because of cancel culture. Um, you know, their organizations, um, one that I'm a member of is No Left Turn Education. That's a great uh, organization for, for parents and teachers alike, for people who want to get involved and, and learn about what's going on in the school and also to get the materials they need and the, the, in some cases, the legal backing that they need. Uh, if they're involved in a uh, suit against the school. Yeah. So that was no left turn in education. I I've, I've seen their uh, content. It's a very good organization. So that's a good one. Any other organizations you're aware of that people could go to for these various different areas? There are, you know, there are several of them. Um, I, but one thing that I think we're missing as a group is just to get involved in your County Republican party. Um, for me personally, you know, I think that the establishment uh, Republicans are the ones that need to change. They have, I think, a wake up call coming that, you know, the era era of the Bush Republicans is gone and they need to understand that, you know, American patriots now are sol solidly uh, displaying and believing in the, the principles, the original principles of the Republican Party. I think people are tired on the Republican side who are fighting more to maintain their power, to stay in office, you know, and to enrich themselves than they are really fighting for their citizens and, you know, their constituents. So both, both sides of the aisle, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we got the, the Democrats and then we have Democrat light in the Republican Party. So I think that joining your county Republican Party and, uh, you know, becoming being a part of those groups also helps shape uh, things at the national level. I think that probably is one that people are missing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you got to get involved locally uh, some way, shape or form. There's no doubt. And you're right. I mean, the vast majority of the Republicans, we call them rhinos. I mean, they need they've got to go. Yes, um, they have to go. I mean, they're you know, they're not representing uh, the values that they claim to. So 
your show, The Patriot Review, you've been on for, what, a couple of months now? I've been on since February. February 21st, I think, was my first show. Okay. And uh, you're... I've I've checked out some of the shows. You got some really good guests on there. Um, I like the content a lot. How's it going? It's going well. I've been getting uh, I've been getting accustomed to actually putting everything together. I started live streaming two weeks ago. Uh, I live stream at four every Sunday. I'm on Facebook and YouTube at the moment. I'm also on Rumble. I'm on uh, CloudHub and a couple of the more gaming platforms like uh, D Live and Foxhole. Um, and I'm in discussions on some bigger platforms. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And hopefully that happens in the near future. You know, one other thing I'd like to say, uh, Jason, about the uh, Republicans. Now we got Ron John treatment between those that were there in January 6th and those that rioted all summer. And he was only joined by four other senators on the, on the Republican side. That, that's highly jail and solitary confinement and you know it's been this long and there's only five republican government uh, senators who would sign that so you know i i uh my show is a way for me to speak out and you know share what my opinions are but also to try to motivate other individuals and i'm sure you basically were motivated for the same reasons last thought I know you said you're live streaming on Sundays. What's the, what are the best platforms where people can find you and how do they find you? Um, probably on rumble. Uh, they can actually, everybody can go to my and uh, they can link to, they can follow links to all my uh, social media platforms. I always have the most recent episode uh, video episode there as well. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm fighting the fight like a lot of people on YouTube, you know, I, I, for example, just got a notice that I had some some video content that if you do a search for uh, Monty Python, I used a short clip. Um, so they they yanked my episode, you know, but if you do a search, it's all over the place. So I mean, it's picking and choosing and fighting and it's a daily fight on some of these platforms. So I'm really looking forward to building on the the rumbles and hopefully, you know, like a Frank speech or um, you know, the other platforms that are, are coming about because of all this cancel culture crap. Yeah, it's definitely disheartening a little bit. Anyway, Jeff, a good conversation as always. Keep in touch. We'd love to have you back anytime. Thanks, Jason. I appreciate it. Same goes to you. Like to have you back. Thanks for listening to Don't Tread on Liberty with Jason Davis. Subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, or your favorite platform. For more Liberty news, check out www.donttreadonliberty.com and subscribe to the blog or join the conversation.